Oh, if you're doing things you're not used to, then yeah, absolutely, your muscles are going to ache. They're going to let you know they're uh, they're working. Work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but what about movement of the spine? Is it essential that we have full movement? Okay, so I guess you hear it every day. Movement's really important. It's important to stay movement and to move every day. You know, join a walking club or walk every single day. Do aqua aerobics or um, you know, class, um, you know, group classes, group fitness, yoga, stretching. Um, you know, movement is really important. The mechanisms about why movement is important. Uh, there's a lot of different theories, but uh, we just know that it is good for us. Um, Mainly the fact that when you move joints, those joints send information to your brain. Now, um, Roger Sperry, a Nobel Prize winner for brain research, said that um, the better part of 90% of your brain's output is to regulate your position in gravity. So when you're sitting there, most of your brain's energy is just to maintain your position. Because the truth is thinking is important, it's complex, metabolism is complex, uh, even healing is a complex thing. But gravity, you know, your muscles need to use energy to contrast gravity to keep you upright. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So the more upright you are, then the better your body's working, generally speaking. Um, so if your joints are sending information to your brain, there's actually one part of your body that sends more information than any other part, and it's actually your spine. It's the deep postural spinal muscles. Mm-hmm. They're like force transducers, and they feed. They When you move, they essentially charge your brain's battery. And you, you think of like those torches, camping torches where you shake them, and the, that generates the, the charge, it generates um, the, the power for the battery so the light can work. And it's the same with your spine. When you're moving, you're generating energy for your, for your brain to function properly. And it re- yeah. But if you have those bunny batteries, they go on forever, according to the TV advertising. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but movement is so essential, whatever. And, and, and I do know, and we've got some more elderly people listening to our programs here at EBI, as well as uh, us young people, um, but there are classes for the more elderly too, very soft, gentle exercise, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Even things like Tai Chi, you know, very gentle yoga, and, you know, things, anything in water is good because it takes the stress off your joints. If you have osteoarthritis, yeah. then you can move without the weight through the joints and get the muscles moving, get the joints moving as well, mm. get everything firing. Yes. Um, you think about it, if you, if you stay all day and sit on the couch, you really feel lethargic afterwards, generally. But if you get up and move, you tend to have more energy. And to a certain point, the more energy you use, the more energy you have. Mm. So, you know, really... Uh, one thing's really interesting from a chiropractic perspective is that um, even if you're a fit athlete and you do yoga every single day and you're stretching your body into all these contortionist positions, it's still possible that specific segments in your spine don't move and those joints that don't move cause early degeneration and arthritis. And there, you know, a research study in uh, the National uh, Institute of Health Sciences in, uh, in Chicago, they fused two vertebrae and they noticed immediately that degeneration started at that level. When they took the plate off and started the joints moving again, then the degeneration reduced. So frequently I see people that are fit, healthy, exercise, stretch, and we check their spines, and they still have health issues because their spine's not moving properly. So you know, chiropractic plays a very unique role in ensuring that someone's spine's functioning just like it should be. Not because they've got back pain, because they might have it and they might not, but because their brain function depends on how the spine works and that depend and that determines your general overall health. That's amazing, isn't it? That, that little old spine down the back there that continue well not continuously, but aches from time to time. And and that is, is an indication that something just might be seizing up. Just but but if it's not aching, 
Now, I could be free of aches and pains for, for six months. Now, should I be coming to see you? Well, that's, that's a great question because um, I'm going to ask you, and if you're listening, try and do this, guys. And, you know, maybe you might, and if you can, then give us a call because, you know, you're a very unusual sort of person. But I want you to try and move your first thoracic vertebrae to the right. Just turn it to the right a little bit. Which is your thoracic? That, that's the just at the base of the, the neck. Of neck. Yeah. So just turn your head to the right. Yeah, no, just that one vertebrae by itself. No, you cannot. You can't move anything else. Mm. Yeah, you can't do it mm. because it's a it's a deep postural muscle. The deep postural muscles that actually control that movement, and it's subcortical. You don't think about it. You're not conscious of it. These are things that your body's doing innately by itself without you actually thinking. So, you even though you stretch and move, you can't actually specifically move segments by themselves. And that's where chiropractic adjustments specifically align vertebrae and restore normal movement and also restore the normal neurology in that area so that you don't have degenerative change or so that you can reduce any degenerative progress or degeneration or you can prevent problems from occurring. But in answer to your question, you can have a small problem, not feel it, and if that problem is corrected, then you wouldn't expect it to become a larger problem. Yeah, but over a period of time it could well do. And and you talk about adjustment, or I don't like the word manipulation. Sounds like you you're going, but but it's a it's a gentle one, I presume. And I'm going to have to come down and let you operate on me, see how you really do work, and I can tell our listeners the truth. <laughs> but but the the adjustment is not a crunch and a bang and a pop, is it? It's just a gentle gentle adjustment of of that area. Some people like a big adjustment. They want lots of noise and their body needs a lot of input. A lot of people just want something very, very gentle. Mm. There's n- no cracking at all. Mm. Uh, there are so many different techniques. Mm. Um, you know, and I guess you know, studying university uh, for six years full-time, you learn literally hundreds of different ways to adjust the spine. Uh, you, know, you make a small change mm. in the spine, a very, very gentle change, see how the body responds, and based on how the body responds, you say, well, you know, your body needs more input or it doesn't need much input at all to make a, a correction because all we're doing is facilitating the body's healing capacity. Yeah. We're, not, we're not fixing anything, yeah? Because yeah. if we do what we do on someone that's not alive, there's no result. Mm. So the reason we get a result is because someone is living and has the capacity to heal and all we're doing in some way is removing interference to that healing capacity. Mm. You so, spoke yeah. just before the program that you uh, quickly ad- addressed uh, a big uh, organisation of of paramedics, nurses, doctors, medical people uh, on Saturday. That must have been quite a, uh, a challenge for you because chiropractic, not wi- you know, no, it's accepted, wi- I think, widely in the medical profession, but there are certain critics of, of your profession. So it must have been a challenge for you. Yeah, I mean, basically, part of the discussion is what I've, we just spoke about now, and you can't really argue with it. The fact is, regardless of what sort of practitioner, whether you're a physio, occupational therapist, a medical doctor, or even a neurosurgeon, you've got someone in front of you that doesn't, a patient that doesn't have the best of their abilities. And despite everything you've done in your knowledge, there's a good chance that because chiropractic is different, has a different approach, yeah, different methods, different ways of analyzing, then probably then they'll benefit from that, that service. And so we know that 18% of people have been to the chiropractor in the last couple of years, you know, unfortunately, there's more like 80% of people that would, would benefit, if not more, at the moment, just because of the way that their uh, their health is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's about saying, well, you know, patients should have a good team. Yeah. yeah they need their, they need their um, 
you know, physical trainer, they might be a physio, they need a chiropractor, they need a good guy with the eyes, good guy with the ears, you yeah, know, you're a dentist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all part of it. And 